Check, check. Cool. We're running. <laughs>
and attracts um, excellence as well. And I think if, if you want to be in that echelon, then surround yourself with other excellent people. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't, you know, we, we can be in such a, like a competitive culture and be so worried or self-conscious, like, oh, um, it, can, it can be a little bit fearful sometimes, like especially if you're feeling competitive within your own industry. But it's like, no, I mean, chase chase those other excellent people. Like, what are they doing? Like, I feel like we've had this conversation all the time, too. Like, okay, like, oh, I see what she's done on her website. Like, I'm going to ask her about it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then you might be surprised how people in your industry are also like, oh, yeah, I'm happy to, like, engage with you and talk to you about, or this is a photographer I recommend, or, like, this is, you know, I, had, I learned how to do it by doing this. Um, yeah, I just like seek seek out other excellent people, especially in your field, if you want to get better. Right, right. And, you know, it's the idea of steel sharpening steel, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have excellent people around you or if, if, if I'm trying to seek out a bunch of high-caliber trainees, right, mm-hmm. as a trainer. So if I want to have – now, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the whole spectrum. I want my beginner, mm-hmm. but I also want my pro, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to – to have my pro both for the exposure to training pro athletes but at the same time also for the type of trainer that that's going to make me have to become Mm -hmm. in order to serve these people so in my in my own experience my own trajectory uh, to get to this point where I can offer somebody like you who's a high level athlete the type of program that makes you still crave coming back Mm -hmm. that's that's the years of me looking at my own craft and and trying to become better at it you know not ever stopping and saying like okay well I'm good. I'm already the best. I'm the only one. I don't need to do anything different. You know yeah. what I mean? But instead looking at that and saying like, okay, I'm good. I'm the only one. I already feel like I'm at my best. But in order for me to still be there at the highest echelon, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to continue to learn. I'm going to have to continue to push my own ability and going to have to also be, you know, like I, I love butting up against my own limits because it allows me to see what is it that I need to work on but then I also love putting myself in situations where I'm dealing with those people that I admire like my own trainers the people Mm -hmm. who train me how to be a trainer and to show up at these certifications as an assistant or to write and and have these people read my articles and say like wow you know that's really a great point that you're making Mm. because it makes me have to realize that not only am I going to be able to show up and impress that beginner or that moderate, but I'm also going to be able to show up and impress that pro. And mm. if we talk about sport, I mean, the number one is in boxing, the number one is fighting the number one contender. So right. the champion is fighting the second best fighter in the right. world every single time. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and and that, that second best fighter is always craving to fight the best fighter. Right, right. Because. Right. That's your shot. That's it. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I once was reading about um, Olympic, like, rings, like, people who do the rings mm-hmm. in the Olympics, you know? Um, and they were talking about how every year or every time the Olympics comes around or every age, like, every generational gap, how they just get crazier and better and better yeah. and better and better. And the reason that I kind of gleaned from the article was how you have the six-year-old looking up to the 12-year-old mm. who's looking up to the 18-year-old mm-hmm. who's looking up to the veteran. Yeah. So you have this six-year-old who's watching somebody who's going to win a gold medal do what they do. Right. How does a gold medalist train? How does a gold medalist eat? How does a gold medalist perform? At six, so that by the time they're 18, they're mm. ready. They're, they're itching for their shot. They've won a couple of golds in their junior Olympics. They're, mm-hmm. they're ready to go to, to qualifiers. And when, by the time they get there, they're already so high at the top of their game mm. that they just, it just breeds excellence. Mm-hmm. You know? So as a trainee or even a trainer trying to get ourselves into those situations in which we're surrounded by that, push ourselves higher and higher. I mm. love it. I think, too, what I was thinking about is there's such a fine line between you know, confidence and then being overconfident. And I think um, like having enough humility to know that there's room for improvement, Mm -hmm. that you can always do better or get better um, and also be willing to face either your fear, fear of failure, right? We have a failure podcast, check it out, (laughs) Um, or or critique, you know? No, like again, having that self-awareness, like, okay, my jump shot is weak as shit. 
So I have to go out and practice my jump shot until it's no longer weak as shit, right? If you really, if you want to be the best and not just shying away, like I'm going to use a couple basketball analogies because I used to play and I used to be a point guard and um, I did not like going to my left side and, you know, whatever, I, (laughs) we can't go back. But sometimes, like, I would avoid going left because I knew my left was my weak side. And you know what? If I could do it all over again, I would have worked on my left, you know what? And then always gone left and be like, you know what? I'm going to beat you with my left hand. It didn't go that way for me. But I know now the older, wiser me, um, you know, to train, train your weak spots. Know what those are. And... Mujib and I were talking earlier, just kind of a pre-conversation, talking about, you know, the Michael Jordans and the Tiger Woodses out there that just things can always be improved. Like, how can you continue to get better and, and, and not Kobe Bryant, rest in peace Kobe Bryant, like, you know, just not, there's this level of, like, insatiableness, mm-hmm. you know, like not ever being truly satisfied. And I think in some ways it's tough, right, because that drives people to greatness and championships. And it can, it can, there's also a darker side to that, right? right? right. This sort of like, it's never enough. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so I don't want to talk about like that kind of work ethic as like the end all be all, that's how you should be in every situation because there's absolutely a dark side to it. Right, right, right. Um, but you know, it's just interesting. It's just something to like, you know, to really navigate. Like this idea that you don't want to settle. Um, but, you know, also knowing when is it time to, like, wrap up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tom Brady coming off his seventh Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. Re- remarkable. Incredible. Is he going to come back? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you th- – this this notion, like, do you – you know, Michael Jordan leaving the game after that third championship in a row, or which, what, six, right? Six mm-hmm. championships, six. six rings. Amazing. Um, and actually, if I, 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 I hope I'm not misquoting this. I believe in that in his doc, um, the documentary that's out. I, I think he's a little bit, maybe a little bit regretful of not coming back mm-hmm. that following year. Right. You know, when to walk away, right? right? Do you walk out on top? Or do you sort of risk, like, that fall from grace? Right. I mean, Jordan is definitely his his championship years overshadow his years for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. his years for the Wizards kind of people forget that he came back and played. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And, like, it's because he didn't have that same step. His knees weren't the same. He couldn't just dive all over everybody and dunk on everybody all the time. Like, so they're, they're when it comes to sport, I think that they're, I, I, actually, I'll say it like this, because you made me think about it this way. Um, it also, it just comes back to that, do, do I have enough awareness to see where I can still improve? Mm. And do I have enough awareness and enough, um, can I be scrupulous enough to see if I can't improve anymore? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at that point, do I need to change directions, right? Mm-hmm. Become the coach instead of the player, that sort of idea. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, you know, kind of swinging, swinging back to Tiger Woods. No pun intended. That ah. just came to me. Um, you know, winning, what is 15th championship? Winning the Masters in 2019 mm. with a fused back. Mm. You know, people being like, oh, he's done writing him off. You know, what drives these, you know, not just athletes, but what drives a person, especially when everybody's saying like, oh, you're done, you're done, you're done. There's something inside that's like, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. Right, right, right. right? Like, so there's there's that too, you know. Um, but there's, you know, we can we can speak about, I can speak about pro, pro athletes all day long. <laughs> I actually, I would love to be on Sports Talk Radio maybe one day. Oh, well. Um, but what about what you know? What about for the layperson, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. we're not all Michael Jordans and Tiger Woodses and Tom Brady's out there. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the ladies, Venus Williams, Serena Williams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get it, some. It really makes me think about Simone Biles, actually. Mm. If if you watch some of those those kind of time lapse of her figuring out how to do some of those big mm-hmm, moves, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of pain. And impact and and other things that go on with trying to figure out how to do some big brand new movement that nobody's ever done before and you know kind of to to segue that into just being the the layman or the average Mm. person in the world you know not not a paid professional athlete um there is a lot of that like 
is it worth this? Mm-hmm. This this rigor that I'm gonna have to do. Like, oh, I want to be excellent. Okay, so I'm gonna have to spend the next five years studying. Well, yeah. I want it right now. Like, there's no there's no instant gratification in working for five years to get to the end goal of, yeah. of just being able to start the next thing that you're trying to start. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I think that when we talk about excellence, whether we're talking about somebody who's paid to work that hard or somebody who's trying to get themselves into a position where they can get paid to work hard, mm. Um, mm. it it <laughs> comes from dedication. It comes from that, that personal, I, the phrase that keeps coming through my head is the whole, like, if you can see it and believe it, then you can achieve it sort mm-hmm. of idea. Um, it's not, that's not an easy thing though. Like right. if I can believe that I can do something, then I have to look at what is, if I believe that I can do it, then what is it going to take for me to do it? Okay, well, if you if you if if you believe you can do it, then it's going to take X Y Z, A A B B, you know, all yeah. the way up the line to be able to do it. But if you can do that and still survive, then you're going to have whatever it is that you imagine that you could have, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, I even think about my own situation where, you know, I might have a change of events or a change of plans or some sort of pivot that has to happen. I mean, 2020 was that for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, Right, exactly. (laughs) Where we're sitting right now is just that. Mm -hmm. So if you have, you know, this reality that says, like, I can still see that I'm going to get to the level of success that I want, despite the fact that my car is dead and I just got evicted or X, Y, and Z has Mm -hmm. happened in my personal life that's, like, making me really question my own own ability to do this Mm -hmm. thing or my Mm -hmm. own confidence in this thing. Um, That's really what it takes, like, and when it comes to excellence, it's like, well, if you can't deal with all that, that's the difference between excellence and not. Yeah. You know? And you know what I keep thinking about is, and this is for everybody to really pay attention to, because because we do live in such an instant gratification society. And now we live in like this sort of clickbait society, this kind of, you know, Instagram society where you're seeing a, a little bit, you're seeing a snapshot, you're not seeing the you know, the hours and hours and hours of behind the scenes. And um, it's just like that I think is doing everybody a disservice because if we're a if we're only showing our best or we're only showing like these quick little snippets and snapshots and clips and not the, you know, hours of training in the weight room if it's if it's, you know, athletic specific or, you know, so and so, you know, waking up early and going to the gym and and shooting a hundred foul shots, right? And but you know, that Instagram is just you see that like quick, you know, whatever it is. Um, or even, you know, just take it out of that to, you know, healthcare workers or teachers, like name your profession and And like you said, sort of the hours and hours of whether it's studying or learning or researching, practicing your writing, you know, like I I guarantee you, like if if you're listening, like you're probably capable of publishing a novel Mm -hmm. and you might not even realize that. Mm -hmm. But like you're super capable of that. Like if you practiced your writing on a daily basis, if you wrote about like, you know, whatever, like you can there's so much. I love this topic because it makes me think about human potential Mm -hmm. and not just physical human potential. Like, literally, Mujib, look over your shoulder. (laughs) What does that sign say? Right. Believe in the limitless limitless nature of your potential. Yes. Believe in the limitless nature of your potential. And I truly believe that. I absolutely believe that because whatever it is, like, just we are capable of so much. And I think human beings are absolutely capable of excellence. But, like... You've got to put time and effort into it. Totally, it's it's you know, and it, and it can be difficult because, obviously, we do not live in a society that offers us equal and level playing fields to do so, right? So I think the frustrating thing too is you can see folks rising to the top, and all, we've all been there. Like, like what the fuck? Mm. Like, what did he do? What did she do? Or like, you know, sort of these, and like, you know, I don't want to like call anybody out, but like it it does happen. You feel like you're getting, this is a really very real and raw thing. Like you feel like you've gotten passed over. Like you're working your ass off. You're not getting recognized. You're not getting that promotion. You are putting in the work. And like, those are the, those are the real things that we deal with. Mm -hmm. Right. So the reality to acknowledge as well is that excellence is not always validated and and recognize. Right, right, right. You know, there are a lot of people living a life of excellence kind of like in the shadows, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Or like this quiet excellence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of like what I call it. Like, I was even mentioning, like, my, you know, my boyfriend the other, I was like, just before we had this conversation, like, 
he, he's legitimately this brilliant engineer, and I feel like there's this quiet excellence about him, yeah. right? And he's not particularly good at self-promotion. I'm very good at self-promotion. <laughs> um, but, you know, so it's, it's like he is absolutely excellent, but, you know, you might not know that. Right. I happen to be better at putting myself out there and broadcasting like this is what I'm excellent. (laughs) This is me living. Right. Right? But so so I want to acknowledge all that out there, too. Mm. But there's a lot of quiet excellence out there. There's a lot of that. Uh Yeah. And I I feel like. I don't know, the the phrase that comes to my head is like, you don't know how much power something has until you plug it into the socket sort of idea. Right. Mm. Like a. A, a plug that's not put in a socket it's just a plug like mm-hmm. it doesn't doesn't actually show you what it's going to light up until mm-hmm. you plug it into the wall and then you can see what it lights up so there's this there's this reality it's like when you provide somebody with potential with purpose then you mm-hmm. actually do get to see the excellence you mm-hmm. know when we were talking about this earlier i was thinking like well, like the the phrase the formula keeps coming into my mind like what is the formula of greatness or mm-hmm. the formula for excellence like you know, it, it is determination, it is focus, but it's also determination to focus on the right things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you use writing as an example, like, my sister is a novelist, and she puts herself through the ringer. Mm. Like, she writes, she submits her writing, she goes to writing clubs. She's been writing for, you know, 30 years. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she still realizes that the only way for her to get better at her craft is to put her craft out there, mm. um, to write and have other people read read her writing and then give her critique and send it yeah. back and so on and so forth. Join those clubs and those little things. Like, um, you know, I want to be a better trainer all the time. I feel like I'm a, I'm a good trainer, but I'm not, I'm obviously not as good as the trainer who I'm going to be after 10 more years of training mm-hmm. and studying to be a trainer. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it, it's the bridging of the gap there mm-hmm. that says, you know, in order for me to be this high level person, what are the things that I need to do to do the thing? Mm. And I think about that when I think about Darius and I'm in this space and I'm looking around <laughs> and I'm saying like, okay, here's somebody who has the idea to do this thing and then says, well, what do I need to do to bring that idea into reality and then come out here and do the thing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just that that's where the excellence lies. It's, it's, it's in saying I can do the thing, seeing what's necessary to do the thing mm. and then actually doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just it. And, and you know, sometimes it is it is pivoting and saying, like, well, I know that I'm going to be, I, I have the potential to be excellent at something. Mm-hmm. And this thing that I'm trying, maybe it's actually not it, but maybe in me learning that this isn't the thing that's going to lead me to the actual thing that I was meant to do in the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, in some ways, you know, I, I think that we end up, sometimes in different places than we expected yeah you know yeah um as humans just period not just you or i but like everybody you know we set out to do something and in doing that thing it kind of leapfrogs us to a whole nother industry or group of people or community that we didn't necessarily that's not what i set out to do but that's where i ended up you know yeah Oh, I love that. And I think that's just, that's also just such a, I love the word nugget. It's just such a really (laughs) great nugget too, like a takeaway that, um, you know, especially for anybody that's really feels like you're kind of circulating, like you're like, um, I feel so close, but Mm. I don't quite, you know, feel like I'm hitting my stride and you're just kind of like, kind of bouncing back and forth in the water, like, you know, and, and, um, it's really funny to hear you say that because I think back to my high school self and I remember this was some kind of like graduation project. I think as high schoolers, we had to say like, you know, what we wanted to be when we grew up, like as if you <laughs> definitely know when you're 18. Um, some people do. Um, but it was really interesting when I was 18, I, I kind of told everybody I thought I would be a teacher and I'm not so far off. I, I think that my 18-year-old self was thinking a classroom teacher, mm-hmm, was thinking um, academics. Um, but it's just kind of funny how my 37-year-old self, like I'm very much a teacher, but I'm not in a, you know, I'm not in a traditional classroom, like, you know, teaching, reading, writing, or arithmetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but that did come, it did come to fruition right. in just a different way. And it came in a very roundabout way. Right, right, right. So do I you remember that. like back when you were 18, like, I don't know what you were telling people, like, because everybody asked that, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, yeah. Right? I feel like I always knew I was going to have a company. You yeah. Know, that's, I didn't know what it was gonna be I wanted to I wanted to open like um almost like a youth club you know Mm. not like a not like a a youth center but like a place that 
you could project movies and that like 16 year olds could go to and skateboard inside and watch movies and play arcade and like basically just have a place that young kids who are typically getting into trouble outside in the world can like go into and do this thing yeah um that owning restaurants is something that i thought about as a kid yeah um i still believe i'm gonna do all of those things personally um and i think that i didn't necessarily see the avenue to get there yeah or i didn't realize that this was going to be my vehicle to becoming in a person who has influence over what i can do and how I, how I might affect other people's mm-hmm. lives. You know, I always knew that, that was going to be something that I was going to do. And I think that's what it is. It's like when we first get the grand idea, we don't, you don't, you don't, there's no way to know all of the pieces that are going to go into it. You know, like, right. yes, you're going to be a teacher, but maybe if you put in front of your 18 year old self, like here's the, the grand spectrum of teaching people stuff. Right. You would be like, oh. And yeah, athletic teacher, I get to wake up and exercise all day. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I, I love that. You yeah. know what I mean? Versus, like, no, you're going to be a ninth grade history teacher, you know? Right. Right. That sort of idea. Like, maybe that's not your vibe. Maybe that is your vibe if you're listening and you're like, that was that's my vibe. I'm a history teacher. I love it. You know? I had a good history teacher. I did, I too. That. Shout out to all the history teachers out there. <laughs> right. You're kind of hamstringed already to teach American history. Oh, Jeez. God. God help you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting, though. And I also, you know, thinking because I'm back now in my 18-year-old self, mm. I don't think I ever in a million years, like if you told my 18-year-old self that I'm going to be doing what I do now, mm. I don't think I would have believed it. Right, right. Because right. I had such a different view of myself. Mm. You know, it was, um, it wasn't a super confident kid. It wasn't, you know, I didn't, I kind of just, I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't living an excellent mindset. Um, you know, like I always felt like, okay, I'm not the, I'm not the best kid on the basketball team. I'm not, you know, you, I basically my argument would have been, if you said, you know, you're going to be a a fitness entrepreneur, let's just put it that way. And I'd be like, I don't know how, I don't know anything about exercise science and I'm not the best at any of the sports I play Mm. because my 18 year old self would have said, you know, this is what I need to do that. And in fact, you know, I didn't have to be the best basketball player on my team to do what I do now. Um, so it's just really, it's, it's kind of interesting, like, you know, what, what you do kind of pick up along the way and how we do evolve. Um, and also that mindset, like I'm just in terms of how I think about myself is, is much more positive and less degrading Mm -hmm. than it was in my youth and certainly in my twenties. Um, which also brings me to we have a great podcast on self-worth yeah. <laughs> and confidence. You guys, if you are not caught up on the last 23 episodes, like pause, mm-hmm. <laughs> go back Definitely. and then join us later because there's so much rich content like that we weave throughout these these episodes and it's just mm-hmm. so connected. But but yeah, that um, you know, I think for excellence you do you have to have that self-awareness, understanding and a sense of self-worth because mm-hmm. if you don't believe in yourself, right, right. At the, you know, if you don't think you can achieve that thing, mm-hmm. um, and especially if, you know, people are telling you no or doors are going to, you know, this is going to happen. Like doors are going to get slammed in your face or your car's going to break down or um, it's it's not just like a steady trajectory to excellence right, right, right. at all. And excellence has a way of weeding people out. That's just it. Like that's <laughs> the thing. Excellence requires sacrifice. Yes. Like it requires it. It's like you have to say you want this thing well you're gonna you're gonna have to be better to get it mm-hmm. okay well then either i'm going to do everything that i need to do to get better or i'm not mm-hmm. right and then i'm just gonna change my idea of what i want to do you know and and that's going to give you an idea to be excellent at that thing too but it's also going to give you the red pill or the green pill like right. choose one right what, do you want to do the work to do to, to reach what you're trying to reach or not you know and and you say okay no okay choose your own adventure next door here's two doors again yeah like are you gonna do work to get somewhere or are you gonna just keep on doing what you want to do and eventually either you have a breakthrough and mm-hmm. you you find that oh wow this makes all the sense in the world why i didn't do all those other things because i found love in this direction and x y and z and like now i'm in this beautiful world and i love myself um or we keep on just kind of bouncing from one thing to the other, trying to figure out what it is that I'm, what's my mm. purpose in this world. You mm. know what I mean? Because I'm trying to, again, 
if purpose is what drives the, the actualization of potential, I'm trying to find my purpose. I'm trying to figure out what it is that's going to allow me to blossom myself, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I came to a realization at some point on the, on the path that's like everybody doesn't make it. Like I can have all the best intentions. I can try to do every single thing and still just not make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the, it, it's just the way that it is. Like that's 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 the world. And maybe for me in that in that scenario, maybe the path was the the destination. You know what they say? Right. Like the journey's the destination yeah. in the first place. Um, now, I personally like my own personality is not that per se. Like I'm, it's kind of like either I'm going to do it or I'm going to die doing it. Right, like that right. sort of idea. Um, the fifty cent theory. Yeah, in a lot of ways, right, right. Um, but, but, but with the caveat that if I do die doing it, then I don't have to worry. I'm not. Wor- I don't have to worry about it because mm. I did it. I tried my best. I did the whole thing. You know, yeah. I went for it. Um, and for me, there's there's a lot to be said for that. But I was also a slacker for a long time. Like there yeah. were years where I just like somebody asked me the other day, it's like, what? Why did you move to Vermont? And the old friend of mine that hadn't seen him in years, and I'd known him for you know 20 years, um, longer than that. Wow. <laughs> Officially at the point where I've known people for like 25 years. I know. And be We're like, getting up there. 25 years. Yeah. And I love that somebody's listening and laughing. Like, I know. They're like, about? what, like, these kids? Years. <laughs> Sorry. Um, either way. But I, uh, this person was asking me, he's like, why did you move to Vermont? You know? And um, I, 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 I had this like grand idea in my mind of what brought me here mm. to Vermont. Like, oh, you know, I saw this grand opportunity and this and that. And then I got to explaining to him, like, the chronology of my my landing in Vermont. And I said, man, I moved here because I didn't have any direction. Mm. I didn't. It was an easy place to come and slack off, Mm. you know. I didn't have any direction, and nothing here required me to need to be better than Mm -hmm. I was, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Whereas where I was coming from, everything requires you to be better than you are. Either you're going to continue to grow and evolve as a human being or you're gonna be a bum yeah. and not like a, not just like a, a, a person who doesn't have a home or doesn't it can't provide for themselves but maybe you can provide for yourself maybe you do have a home but you're still like a, a you're still at the lower level than what you're trying to be or mm-hmm. what you have the potential to be and and you know not to say that everybody needs to be a high achiever mm-hmm. but for me from where I come from from my ancestry the people who I look at there's a level of like acceptance for what I'm doing that I need to have like I can't just wake up every day and be like all right it's noon and I'm gonna go and make some waffles and go and fuck somebody over now and like that's my life yeah. you know it, I, I, I don't think I don't think I could last like that for a long time um, in fact I know I couldn't last for that for a long time because I did that type mm. of shit you know like I was definitely a person who tried to scrape the bottom of the barrel and just like I can just live down here as low as I can possibly live um, that's not as fun as trying to achieve these higher levels of of excellence you know like when I look at my goals list both what I've checked off and what I have to go for I'm just like wow like this is a fucking cool life like even just checking off the things that I've checked off so far it's been really cool Mm -hmm. to 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 strive to that and I'm the person I'm the type of person that says you know like if you're gonna have a list of goals like set them beyond what you're already capable of doing mm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. because then that's going to allow me to grow into this person who's capable of doing this thing I'm not just going to look and be like okay I wish I could have this this beautiful life here and you know maybe if if six was nine I would have that beautiful life there mm. but in reality it's like it's not it isn't like that you, you can literally get whatever you can picture mm-hmm. it just might take sacrificing everything that you know right yeah. now you know, it might take going somewhere else right now mm-hmm. and doing that. It might take going into a hiatus for two years, mm. not going out for a while, avoiding certain people, avoiding certain situations, avoiding certain actions. Yeah. And if you're willing to do it, then, yeah, you can have whatever it is that you want, you know? Like, I, I, yeah, I keep, like, literally, I always have this, like, fla- flashing signs of words in my head. <laughs> like, I love that. And the, this idea that, which you mentioned, which is sacrifice. And there's always sacrifice, like, greatness requires sacrifice. Um, and the path to excellence is not always fun. Um, it, it can, like, it, it can be full of joy, and it's a, definitely a wild ride for sure. But it's, it's definitely not always fun and it's certainly not easy um you know and it's it's you know we've we've both kind of had to contend with this you know if 
if if you're training a client early in the morning and you know and you got to get up before 5 a.m so that right so that you're fresh for your client because your client can roll in with crusty eyeballs and you know <laughs> whatever you know they're paying you so that's fine but like if we want to be excellent trainers, like we can't roll up to the session right, like that, right. right? So what does it take then? Like we've got to wake up that extra hour earlier, you know, depending on how much time you need or like to splash cold water on your face and drink the caffeine and mm. put the two chains on and the commute, <laughs> like whatever it is, like knowing that though, how can I like show up for this situation? What do I have to give up? I mean, I remember starting Rev, starting my business, and pretty much telling my friends and family, like, unless you book a class with me, you're not gonna see me for a couple of years. Um, and it, I was fine with that. I think other people had to make some adjustments, and I definitely, like, I totally experienced, like, people no longer asking me to hang out, you know, mm -hmm. because often I, I wasn't able to and you know there was only so long that some folks were like all right well we're kind of sick of asking Sarah to come do fill in the blank and she's not showing up um, you know and, and things have since like you know things eventually changed but but I you know I remember for me that first two years it was just like I'm on my grind like I am this is my commitment mm -hmm. like this is when I'm pouring my energy and effort and we've kind of talked about this if you're if you you know I, 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 I've mentioned this before, I don't believe in the myth that you are gonna be excellent at a lot of different things at the same time. Um, I feel like you can live an excellent life or aspire to excellence, but you still, there's still a budget of time that's happening. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I just, I, I really don't believe in the myth that like everything is like amazing like firing on all cylinders all the time no, it can't be. you know it can't, it can't be and and I was just thinking too about like you know Mujib and I have both both historically not been doing kind of like the video thing pivoting with COVID and like you know us being sort of I don't I really don't agree that we're millennials like I hate that <laughs> categorization because we're in our late 30s but whatever I think some folks would put us in the millennial category but we're you know whatever like not the TikTok generation, let's put it that way. So really having to like learn, you know, like ins and outs of technology, like we're not, you know, stupid about it. But, mm. but um, you know, us putting ourselves online and the amount of hours Jeez, yeah. it is taking. So it's like, I just, I sort of think about excellence as this iceberg. Mm -hmm. So like often you're just gonna see like that very tip, right? Or like you see, you know, you see someone accepting an award for like their business or you see someone putting on the championship ring, but you didn't see all like the giant shit below the surface that that person or that team or whatever had to do to get the thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, one thing I think we have to be really careful of too is, and I, I get it, it's a very, I think, natural reaction for people. You, you know, you see someone achieve something, maybe you want them, you go, oh, they're so lucky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not to say that sometimes a stroke of luck or, you know, it's in the stars, like it's part of, you know, I, I'm sure things have happened on my path that like, I don't know if it's luck, I don't know if it's coincidence, I don't know, like, you know, we sort of just kind of catch something at the right time. There's definitely that happening in the universe, but for the most part, mm -hmm. it's, you know, there's a lot of hard work. Right, there's right. a lot of hard work involved. And like, just because you didn't witness the iceberg thing like you're only witnessing like the crowning achievement and you didn't see everything that went into it just like just check yourself well here's, here's <laughs> i was talking with somebody the other day i was listening actually i was listening to people have a conversation i was just kind of like a, a fly on the wall for it but they were talking about tom brady right mm -hmm. and they were talking about his his regimen mm -hmm. as a person they're like you know he always goes to sleep he sleeps nine hours a night goes to sleep by nine o'clock wakes up at 6 a.m you know diligent about his exercise routine, massage routine, meditation routine, eating, nutrition, all of that. And one of the guys was like, sounds like a pretty boring life. And I was <laughs> like, but it's the sacrifice that he has to be able to play this game and win the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Like, does that seem boring to you? <laughs> like to be under on the on the field under all the confetti and shit like right. that and everybody taking pictures and you being like, I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah. Like 
that sounds like it's pretty fun. You know, yeah. it sounds like he gets to go and he gets to play his game at the height of his ability. Yeah. It sounds like he gets out there and he takes a snap and he's not worried that is the next hit going to be the end of my career mm-hmm. because he knows he's done all the work to be able to, to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about that when I think about like the professionalism and, 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 and just being here in, in the space that we're in right now. Like, do we continuously strive to put ourselves in a position so that if the floor falls out from under us, is the next hit going to be the end of my career? You know? Right. Oh, yeah. Or can I take that hit? Because I prepared myself to take that hit because I'm constantly thinking about how to better myself, mm-hmm. even when I'm on a high. On a high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a reality that 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 not only is there a lot of work to get to that place but it's constant it's forever Mm -hmm. because and and i don't say that as a daunting thing Mm -hmm. like i want my work to be forever i love what i do Mm -hmm. and i love who it is that i look at and i see going forward Mm -hmm. and i and i think that it's pretty hard to (laughs) to sustain what i'm going to be able to sustain going Mm -hmm. down the line um but i love everything that it that it's taking to get me to that point mm-hmm. and you know i do a lot of hard shit like mm-hmm. myself like personally like i challenge myself often mm-hmm. um I'm, and it's not just like waking up in early in the morning it's like what i'm doing in those early morning hours and and and, and the levels of my knowledge that i'm trying to expand mm-hmm. and, and exploring into concepts that i don't understand mm-hmm. or things that i've tried to study in the past but i haven't had the capacity mm-hmm. to be able to understand them and now i can comprehend them so i'm now oh goodness gracious now the door is wide open now i can actually dive down this this rabbit hole of knowledge and information um but again it just takes that steady self-awareness it takes that steady awareness of the situation and then it takes doing the necessary thing to be able to take that next step and mm-hmm. that i think is is really I don't think there can be excellence without that. You know what I mean? Like, you look at somebody like Jay-Z or, or you know, even just like Kamala Harris. Like, look at somebody that is in the spotlight right now mm-hmm. where people are like, wow, look at they, they Finally, they did it, you know? They could have stopped at any point in time. Right. Like, when their fucking mom died or when they're, you know, they lost their job or their lover left them. Or President they Biden. Lost, right. Who's like entire family died exactly. in a car or lost his children and yeah he could have just tragedy. been like you know what I'm just gonna be done here now yeah. I'm gonna go somewhere else and live somewhere else and live a whole different lifestyle like yeah. we always have that option mm. to be able to say mm. like again red pill green pill choose mm-hmm. one mm. what do you want to do like you can give it all up mm-hmm. you can go and do something else you gotta you have a different background you have other skills and go be a manager somewhere. You know <laughs> life, I mean? life I, I, I believe this, like life will taunt you. Life will give you these outs. Oh my God, yes. Constantly. 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 <laughs> and, you know, it'll be, and it's almost like, oh God, what did I just see yesterday? Um, uh, hard, oh my God, I'm going to mess up this quote, guys. So send us the fan mail. <laughs> <laughs> hard decisions, easy life. Easy decisions, hard life, mm. I think. I, I'm going to get back to you guys on that. <laughs> the idea behind that, if you're just going, what the fuck did she just say? <laughs> is basically like, yes, the outs the outs are always there. Sort of the idea of like taking the easy way out, of dropping out, of just kind of. But but again, I don't think that leads to like the your highest level of fulfillment or your potential or other things. So oftentimes it's it's those daily like decisions. When I say sort of like hard decisions, easy life, I mean like sort of those daily difficult decisions that we are saying yes to and working through. And like ultimately you're saying like, I love my life. I love the life that I lead. Is every decision on the daily like easy or fun for me? Not necessarily, but in aggregate, like mm-hmm. I love where I'm at. I need that recommittal. I always mm-hmm. want to know like, is this going the way that I want it to be going? And for me, that's what those outs are. Mm-hmm. They're, they're those opportunities to say, no, I'm down. Like, mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if I take everything away from you? You're going to keep going? Mm-hmm. Fuck yes. I'm gonna, that's, even more, that's even more of my example of why I need to keep going. Because <laughs> now I don't have anything else, you know? Right? All the hangups, they're gone, you know? Yeah. And now I can really just go. Because for me, now again, that's, this is my personality. Um, I say that I moved to Vermont because I didn't want to do anything. I was a low achiever, but I, I moved to Vermont 
it's not easy to live here at all. No, it's so not. So when I actually like look at my at my psyche, at the type of person that I am, I came here because it gave me an opportunity mm. to grow. I could have stayed where I was and just kept on doing whatever I wanted to do and not been forced to grow, not been mm. forced to like set goals for myself, not mm-hmm. been forced to like ask myself if I wanted to achieve more than I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have just been there and pigeonholed myself into whatever position that I wanted to be in. Um, now again, I'm, I'm from outside of DC, so that's like Howard University. Like I'm around geniuses mm-hmm. constantly, like mm-hmm. people who are portraying excellence in so many different fields. Um, and so for me, it took me leaving that area, coming here and trying to define my own self. Like, mm. What is my own level of excellence? How can I get my own self up there? Um, maybe in the grand scheme of things, it will bring me back down there because it's brought me some goals that make me say that there are things that I still need to do down there. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, I need to grow into a, ty- a different type of person to be able to do the things that I want to mm-hmm. do down there. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So again, it's just it's all of those opportunities. And I could have called that out too. I could have said like, oh, that's too much let's just go in this other direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's just not, that's not in me to do that. Like I, I want the challenge. Like I want the, the, I want the need, the, the purpose. Like mm. I want to have to grow into something more, not just more, but like I want excellence. Mm-hmm. I want excellence for myself. I want the highest self that I can be. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I want that for myself. I want that for the people around me. I was just going to say that. I'm totally just going to piggyback right on that because then I think also maybe our type of personality, sort of you want that from those around you, so you sort of demand it. Like, demand sounds so aggressive, but you expect it from those around you, right? Like, you know, I want want to see excellence from my partner. I want to see excellence from my friends, Um, those that that you surround yourself with. I think it's just really important, and you kind of – we've talked about this before too, holding each other accountable putting yourself in a circle with people who are going to hold your feet to the fire sometimes and like tell you the truth like oh Mujib it seems like you're slipping a little bit what's going on and not just to like give you shit or whatever Mujib's not slipping it's just (laughs) I'm just saying that but um you know I'm very thankful for the people in my life that are gonna say like Mm -hmm. challenge me say what's up or like what's going on or this seems like you know I think when you do start operating at a certain level of excellence like it's very easy when you know to recognize when you're no longer, when you might not be operating at that level, Mm -hmm. right? Which also exposes vulnerabilities. Um, And you just have to be really comfortable with yourself to either acknowledge like, yeah, I am kind of off, or like maybe I need to take some downtime and like I am gonna take that hiatus or that break. I've gotta do some meditation. I've gotta do some inner work so that I can come back. And really, again, like, if you guys notice this recurring theme that keeps coming back, that self-awareness, this process of becoming, and you know just kind of what you know what you to know yourself right and how you operate like how probably what for me how I can operate at a level of excellence that works for me might be different than how you operate at your level of excellence right it's not a it's not necessarily a one-size-fits-all but there are commonalities to sort of excellent habits Right, and that, that I would say sort of like the work ethic or like really like be preparation, you know, taking care of yourself. There, there are certain like, when you said formula, right? There's, there's certain like formulaic elements, but like my needs are gonna be different than yours in terms of how we get there at the end of the day. Totally, totally, totally. You know, so, so the more you can kind of know yourself and know what you need, like if I know, I'm like, okay, I need two hours of solitude and peace and quiet every day so I can think and I can journal. Like, that's what I need every day so that I can reach my highest self or I can get to where I want to go. Maybe you're not, you know, maybe the next person over doesn't need that. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, I need, like, activity. I need, you know, a lot of stuff going on. That's when I'm hitting my creative stride or, you know, whatever. So it's just knowing, like, what you what you require to really like do your best and and it takes a while to learn that Mm -hmm. like you know that's that's years and years and years of cultivation to like bring that word back yeah totally self-exploration yeah yeah you have to figure out what 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 your formula is what what drives you like what does it do you know again perfect what you said you know the thing that works for the one person might be the complete opposite thing for the other person you know for somebody who needs that interaction who needs a bunch of people around to bounce the to bounce the ideas off of yeah it's not going to serve you to be by yourself for two hours right you know? 
but but for the person who needs that two hours, it's not going to serve you to be around people all the time. So it's it's. But the only way to know that is to ask yourself. Right. To and to try things and to put yourself, put yourself in, a different in the situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. totally. To go for it. Yeah. You know, and that's and again that gets back to excellence. Like the only the only the only people or or situations that we see that we can say that's an excellent person or excellent situation have gone through this process mm-hmm. of of shedding what doesn't work in mm-hmm. order to find what does work. Mm. That's just it. That's what it takes. I think, too, as, as we kind of, like, wrap up here to kind of tie it back to, to pro sports, <laughs> when you think of excellent teams, mm-hmm. you know, team sports, and you think of how well a coach gels with the players and sort of this sort of formula, like not, not everybody is going to respond to the coach that just constantly berates Right. So, you know, kind of, again, figuring out like if you're seeking a trainer, for example, if figuring out like who and what do you respond best to? Some people are like, sign me up for the dude or the woman that's going to yell in my face and tell me to eat shit. <laughs> Some people are highly motivated by this. Like, that's fine. Like you do you. There are coaches out there like that. I know I I seek out something different. Um, that I find motivating. You know, I don't need to be told how great I am all the time. Like I want to be challenged. Tell me if I miss, if I mess up. If I, but delivery is important to me. You know the, the ambiance that's created. Like how I feel in a space. Right? Do I feel welcome? Um, do do I feel like I want to work? What's the energy in the place? Right? So again, kind of knowing. You know, if you're if you're searching for an individual trainer, if you're searching for a yoga studio, if you're searching, if you're out there, you're doing cycling. Right? We all we have our favorites for a reason. You know, because certain things are going to motivate you to excel and to that are going to tap into that. So, yes, (laughs) that's it. Right. So I feel very lucky. Lucky. Well, um, it wasn't luck. It wasn't luck that Mujib and I met. But I don't know. We, you know, we're working together and it just it feels good. It Mm -hmm. feels right. And it feels like we are both able to be our excellent selves at this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. We could just, as always, we could talk for much longer on this topic. (laughs) And we, I I think, I think what's due 25th episode is next. Mm -hmm. So maybe what's in order is that we kind of go back and we kind of reference like a greatest hits Mm, or like circle back on some of our, pick some of those points out. Yeah. Like pick some points out and like, some of those points where we're like, oh, we could elaborate more on this. So mm. we love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for listening, for downloading the podcast. It can be found on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. Yes, yes. And we will catch you next time. My name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. Have a great day. Bye.